0: everyone, and welcome to Episode 4 of Making It EV, your podcast about EVs. We are Nina, Jolo, and Bernsey and today we're looking at some of the companies disrupting the EV market.
1: Well, I think, like, the first thing to acknowledge is that we have no affiliation with any of these people so nobody is like you know hey you should plug us and and, then
0: it's not sponsored content it's
1: not sponsored content we've literally just think that these are interesting people doing interesting things so just i guess like just to make that transparent to everybody up front
2: yeah just just on my journeys it's just interesting companies doing interesting things and the first one was a company called Good Car Co and three environmental scientists make up the company and their goal is to accelerate the uptake of electric vehicles in Australia doing a couple of really interesting things I haven't seen before and apparently one of them is a world first so Firstly, what they're doing, they're trying to prosper the second-hand market place in Australia. It's pretty infant. There's not many cars around. And so what they're actually doing is importing from Japan and taking orders based on a certain model that uh, some of their customers might approach them with. They actually talk about their cheapest EV that they sell is a $16,000 Nissan Leaf 2015. I thought that was a really interesting reference
0: point, just around the bottom of the run. That's pretty good. Mm. That's not bad. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And, And so what they're trying to do, why can't... I just myself import a car from Japan. You
2: can. Okay. But there's a lot lot to it. And right. obviously these guys have are now experts at it and so they've really gone out, done the research, created the relationships, understand how it all works. So mm. yeah, they're just pulling in uh, because there's a lot more secondhand models in, in Japan in particular, and the UK, and they're just bringing them over to mm. sell to
1: Australian. I guess it's like a, an administrative nightmare if you did it by yourself. Like, I think you could. You could just be like, oh, hey, look, there's a good cheap one, and oh, but it hasn't got this thing. Oh, I oh no, I need to, mm. there's this special import customs thing I need to, f- I don't know. Yeah. These so then, guys kind of handle all that.
0: Yeah, they're making it easier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are, <laughs> no, no they are.
2: I, don't, I, I think it might help if you knew Japanese as well, maybe. But the most interesting thing these guys are doing, and, and they, they claim it as the world's first community electric vehicle bulk buy. So the world's first. Okay. And I thought this was really cool. So uh, Good Car Co. coordinates what they call buyers groups. Cool. And so basically this is a whole group of people that have done their research on a particular model uh, and they pull them together to basically access premium fleet discounts on brand new EVs. So instead of you going out and buying one yourself, pull people together, get access to cheaper prices because you're doing the fleet price, but also the access in general uh, of getting the EV coming across. So I thought that was really cool. And they've done one for uh Hyundai Kona. They've got one going for uh, the Polestar 2 at the moment. I'm actually going to go along to an information night uh, next month uh, that they're doing in my local area. And I just think it's a great initiative i think it's a really good thing to do pulling people together yeah Yeah.
0: that's really interesting because then it creates a little bit of a community as well with other buyers and and because there is still a a scarcity of of easy to follow information about evs when when you have that group of people there's people you can turn to and ask questions and how did your one go and i'm having trouble with this dashboard thing so i think that's a nice way of of connecting people as well
1: a question, though, why is it a local council meeting, though? Like, Why Why isn't it just like a bunch of people getting together? Why a local council? I might have to bring them on the show and ask them themselves. Mm, yeah, sure.
2: I have a feeling that's the easiest vehicle for them to get these things going. They all seem to be associated with local councils at the moment.
1: Kind of like community-focused, which is maybe the best entry point is a local council. Potentially, yeah. Maybe the councils are supporting it.
0: Yeah, it. and maybe it's, good, it's a bit of good branding and PR for a council that's – Presenting themselves as being progressive with climate change and energy, and this is a way of essentially facilitating some of those uh, progressive conversations. Um, that sounds pretty awesome. Maybe we should actually give them a little shout out. Um, interview them. Totally. Oh and do yeah. A bit of they a, sound like really interesting definitely could do that. Too. All right. So, and then we've got a, a few more coming up. Um, so, Viro, if that's how you pronounce it, so V Y R O. That was founded 2021. So last year. They build themselves Australia's first virtual dealership for electric cars. So, what does that mean? What do they do?
2: Well, framing themselves as the better way to buy an, and own an electric vehicle, and it's basically all online, which I think is really cool. And one of the really cool things is the prices that they talk have on their website is the price. It's not right. The four to four nine. Yeah, yeah. so they asterisk. have like a breakdown. They have kind a breakdown. Of, right. It's very clear. It's very easy to understand. Uh. And oh. I, I just think that's a real revolutionary model in this space because all the hidden charges and stuff that usually get stung with—they
1: they just make that up front. So it's like a one-stop shop for One your EV shop. procurement needs.
2: I think they're tapping into this research offline buy online theme. Right. A lot of people will go and do the test drives and then they'll think about it. And
1: yeah,
2: uh, so they, they come sort of knowing what vehicle they want and they have a, a, a very healthy range already. And then they really create a seamless experience from that point onwards. One thing I really like about their model, and I'm finding this is a, a, a pain point for me, having I already have a, a car that's, that's on a lease, the waiting times to get an EV is such a variable that you don't know when that that new car is going to turn up. And so what they're claiming is that they you can keep that existing car until the new EV turns up, and then they'll if you're doing a trade, they'll take it at that point. And so you don't have to... I'm, I'm here stressing about trying to figure out timings of it because I don't want to be sitting on a car that I'm not driving yeah. and I've got a new one while well, it's just so, sort of sitting in the garage. And so... Yeah, it's a real interesting pain point for uh, uh, that I'm looking ahead and, and, and experiencing myself.
0: So the transition period, basically, they they're making that easier. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. And are these the guys that I heard that had a range guarantee? They like, did have a, They can. They can literally like guarantee.
0: A, <laughs> this that. sounds like an ad. Did, did I hear <laughs> did I hear they have a range guarantee? Tell us more.
2: <laughs> they do have a range guarantee. Uh, So if you run out of charge anywhere in Australia, they'll pick you up and your vehicle for free and take you to the nearest charger. And so that's pretty cool. And I think that takes away one of the other concerns that people have of, of getting stuck halfway between Timbuktu and wherever they're going um, and not having charge. So that's pretty cool. They've got Hyundai's, Polestar's, MGKR, Minis and Nissan on on their site. And I think the slight catch that I found when I was looking through it is they all have dates into the future. So they can't promise to get those new cars tomorrow. And that's just what we're dealing with. That's supply and demand, basically. Right,
0: okay. Yeah, nice. Uh, And then there's a few others as well. We've got Carbar here. So they provide you with your own car via subscription. We love subscription models, don't we?
1: Yeah. Well, this is yeah. This is rather than own an EV, but subscribe to one. Well, own a car generally, but the the EV um, offering is definitely growing a lot more with these. Uh, well, with this with Carba particularly. But I guess the difference between owning one and subscribing to one is they have a bit more of a will handle all the logistics for you, um, and that's really what you're buying, like what your subscription is worth. Um, you don't buy a car uh, and then you've got that asset. They still own the car. You're just essentially renting it to them, renting it off them. But it's uh, kind of like a um, no strings attached. So you can kind of cancel when you've got two weeks in and they, or you can change the car that you want to. And you go, you know what? I don't want this type of car. Or, or if you're subscribing to a combustion engine, you transfer to an EV almost, um, if it's available, pretty much within two weeks. So they definitely vote more within the convenience side of what the consumer is hoping to achieve. And it, it really means that, you know, the flip side is that it's quite expensive to, to subscribe. You're not just like, it's not a Netflix subscription <laughs> of like 20 bucks a month. You know, you, for a Tesla, for they advertise uh, on their website to be $670 a week. Mm. That's
0: and, just, that's not charging That That's literally just the car off the lot. That's just, basically. yeah. and yeah. So
1: that, that what that covers um, is you obviously get the car and you can drive it. Um, yeah. You obviously use it anytime you want, but that will cover your insurance, uh, any of your rego uh, and servicing and roadside assistance. Um, and then they do all of the handling for you. So it's a bit of a concierge service where, oh, hey, I need to... Fix my car, or for some reason it's being called in for a a service. Um, They basically just like let you know we'll be by tomorrow. We'll pick it up, take it there, bring it back, give you a replacement car, and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 definitely like different strokes for different folks. I mean, we. I know like, I, come, I certainly come from a family where, if anything, you kind of take a bit of pride in looking after your car, and you, you, to, to feel like you need to outsource that to somebody is a bit, is a bit silly, um, but I know um, personally, like, I've definitely seen the value in being able to be like, yep, I don't have time to, like, kind of basically shop and look after a used car, which is its own riskiness involved in general, um, to outsource that and have someone look after it is, um, yeah, it's one less thing that you have to, you have to do in your, in your week.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well,
1: whilst we're on subscriptions, this is another offering that
2: I'm thinking a lot about as well. Because although I'm very sure that next car is going to be an EV, I don't really know. I don't want to commit to something that's the next five years. And so, another company that offers a subscription um, model is AGL. So they have an AGL. It's in EVs. the energy provider. The energy oh, provider. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. and okay. um, you know, I think they're getting a bit more progressive these days uh, uh, as well. But uh, what what they do is similarly, they they look after the registration, insurance, roadside assistance. They have a good range. They've got the Tesla Model 3s, Nissan Leaf, Hyundai Kona, and GVS. It sounds like we're flogging these companies, but we're not (laughs) not getting paid by AGL, just just to to call that out. Um, And you don't need to necessarily be an AGL customer either. You don't have to sign up for any of their plans, but it actually makes it a little bit cheaper if you do. And they have these plans starting from as short as one month. So you can get an EV for one month. You're going to pay for it because the little catch here is there's a, a $1,200 joining fee. So you've got to think about that. The it set-up fee type yeah, It won't make no. much financial sense doing it for a month. But if you're thinking about you know, three months, six months, 12 months, then it's, then it's kind of interesting uh, there. So I've been eyeing that off just in terms of, what that next thing might be for me uh, and not taking the full plunge that speaks to total ownership of, of a new car uh, and being able to just sort of test it and see, see how it feels for, for men. Yeah, it's
1: it's interesting you know, that with the whole testing side of things, right? It's not it's not like, oh, just go and go to the local dealership, drive around the block and see how it feels. Uh, I think even if you did do that as an EV, you'd be pretty shocked if you'd never driven one before. But also, like, it's a whole lifestyle that you're changing about running an EV and driving one. So, you yeah. know, like for me, like doing a test drive just wouldn't cut it. I'd need to like do a, yeah. a test living, test lifestyle of this car um, and see what, you know, what it, what it's all about and, and how it performs on a monthly basis, not on a one-off.
0: And also how, how much of a Tamagotchi it is to take care of, mm. right? Is this something you're running around... Got a charger? Sing a guess run out. why is this broke? Basically, yeah, mm. it's it's this way you can you can figure out if it's the right fit for your lifestyle. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but I think that's interesting as well uh, with also deciding what model because now we're it's great we're kind of sport for choice. so like there's actually so many different models we could choose from and different designs and styles and and power and whatever you need. So that I think for for someone like you, Jolo, it's I don't know. I do I want a mini? Do I want to Nissan, do I want a Tesla? So that's another way of just testing it out as yeah. well.
2: I've literally been going through that spectrum of that exact choice myself the last um, couple of months. We are in a uh, Place of thinking about family and what that might mean, and so yeah, thinking about the future. It's not necessarily just buying what we have at the moment, and so yeah, trying to understand all those factors. There's there's a lot to think about.
0: So not a not a Holly Davidson. Unfortunately you know, not. No. Not electric. a lifer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to sell that. Tuck the baby in the back. <laughs> <That's> Who <what> happens? Strap <laughs> him um, Beautiful. And then uh, last little interesting note is the National Renewable Network. So that's not exactly an EV company, but they're trying to uptake solar usage, uh, particularly in residential rooftops and also household batteries.
2: Another interesting company that I came across, and although, as you mentioned, they're not, not exactly in the EV space, solar and batteries, residential batteries that hold a charge, are a big component of the whole EV thing. And so what this company is doing is really looking at that I suppose that sometimes mountain and that prohibitive factor, when you look at the cost of installing solar and you look at the cost of a battery, a, a Tesla Powerwall is $13,000 just to get. Really trying to create a model where taking that pain point away from the equation. And so what, what they're offering to consumers is no cost uh, to, to install it, uh, no no finance. What they do is they come, they install it, but they actually then own it. As well, so uh, and what it means is that they're creating a what we call a virtual power plant. We heard this term before?
1: No, no,
2: revolutionary stuff here, so virtual power plants are really decentralising the energy, basically, so right. where we've always had a big energy plant, carbon um fossil fuel,
1: whatever. Right. Uh, like we, one big site and location that makes all the power for Exactly. It and right. has
2: all these wires that need to get that from where it's created to your household. Mm. Uh, very central model. Well, now we don't need that because we can put these things on our roofs that actually capture the energy. And then we can consume the energy at our in our homes. Mm. We don't need to be running.
0: It's localized. It's
2: localized. Hyperlocal. If hyperlocal. I love that term. Yeah. Um, so this is what they call decentralised. And there's a lot of cost efficiencies that go with that because no longer are we having to maintain these huge networks of power grids. Mm. We're thinking about the virtual network that is all these little homes across Australia. And this is what this the, the NRL wants to do. It wants to build the biggest decentralized electricity network uh, in the Southern Hemisphere. And their their aim is to have 40,000 components of that, so 40,000 houses. I'm not quite sure where they are at the moment. Mm. But what they're doing is it's a two-sided equation here. So they take the cost of the installation, but what they're allowing is for energy providers to come on and use the network. Uh, and that helps them to have more of a decentralized model for the energy providers versus what they have at the moment. And they can do cleaner energy and um, all, those, all those other aspects that speak to the, the better maintenance of that. So it's very interesting.
0: There's a lot of companies disrupting this process, totally. which is amazing. So I think that's, um, that's a great little uh, side note, I think uh, just covering some of the, the new players really and trying to cover some of the main pain points for people. Trying to buy and own and experience EVs. So I think that's that's it for our mini sode for today. Thanks, Jolo Bernsey.
1: No, thank you. Alrighty.
0: Make an EV. We're out. That's it for episode four. Some really interesting companies there, and we will chuck up on our website a list of those companies so you can find out more. You can go on our website, makingitev.com dot com, where Nina, Jolo, and Bernsey. Thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone who will find it interesting. Follow us on our Instagram, making underscore it underscore ev for extra content. Until next time.